Welcome to Accent on Mercy Alumni, brought to you by the Alumni Office at Mercy High School, Farmington Hills, Michigan. I'm your host, Associate Principal Larry Baker. Today's guest on Accent on Mercy Alumni is Aaron McLean, Class of 2001. When invited to be interviewed for this podcast, Aaron volunteered that Mercy shaped me in ways that impact my life every day. I became reacquainted with Aaron when my sister Jenny and her family moved in as neighbors to Aaron and her husband. They live in the exciting Detroit area community of Ferndale. Aaron is an educator, artist, entrepreneur, and a woman who is passionate about social justice and living life on her own terms. So welcome to our podcast, Aaron. Thank you so much for having me. Please tell us uh, where you've been and what you've been doing since you left Mercy High. So I graduated in 2001, as you noted. Um, and since then, I went to Eastern Michigan University. Uh, I did decide ultimately to go away to school. I was definitely itching to uh, be a grown-up or at least play it being a grown-up. And so I just went for four years right through and got a, uh, it was a BA um, in communications, which sounds amorphous and frivolous, but I wanted to be initially um, within the first year and a half, I wanted to be a political speechwriter. That was kind of my goal. Definitely did go down that road. Politics is not for me in terms of working it day to day, but I follow it um, avidly. So, uh, and after that, I, I graduated just like many of my contemporaries in, into one of the worst economies uh, in quite a while. So I took the kinds of job that everybody takes to make ends meet. I was a hostess. I was a, um, <laughs> I was a receptionist at a law firm, very conservative, old-fashioned white shoe law firm, which is really not me. Uh, but I was, I was treated pretty well, but I was never, ever, ever intellectually challenged. Like, I felt my brain cells dying every day at jobs. Um, and so I took a job at a not-for-profit when it came my way. That not-for-profit quickly folded um, because, you know, everyone's stations dried up. And then I sort of, again, bounced around, did whatever I could to make ends meet, did temp work, did waitressing. And uh, I was complaining about it to my mom, who didn't, uh, didn't rather have my patience for complaint. And she essentially said to me, okay, fine, this is terrible, but something about it. Volunteer. Get something on your resume. So I did. Uh, I volunteered at a local boys and girls club where I had actually been a member. And after a year, a position opened up working with the teens there. I applied and I got it. And I did that for uh, two years, two and a half years. And then another position opened up running our education programming. And I got that position and I did that for about five years. Um, and I moved on to some other opportunities, tutoring at Oakland Community College, where my mother taught for many years, where I actually took classes during the summers um, when I was in college, tutoring primarily uh, students who speak English as a second language. Mm -hmm. um adults and then i also have started reading and writing um especially when i was in elementary and middle school and so it's really wonderful for me to, be able to help uh help these young women experience success so that's pretty much what i've been up to i also got married got some cats we bought a house <laughs> um uh most of those things are fairly incidental but um oh and i'm a this is just a, a personal passion but it's something i love i'm a circus artist so I perform um, on my app. This is called the Lyra. It's like a like a trapeze, but in the shape of a hoop. And it's <laughs> um, it's wonderful, and I love it. It's very very challenging. 
Um, and the community of people that I've met through circus has been unbelievable. Like I never would have thought that I'd walk through the door of the studio and have friends for life. And I do. I have, I was in somebody's wedding who is a teacher at the studio. We are as much a family as, as any group I've ever been a part of. So, um, a lot like Percy, if I'm being honest, it's a group of, of mostly women who are tremendously diverse. And, and this is a thing we have in common and we challenge each other and we have each other's backs. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. Yes. Uh, I mentioned early on that you lived in Ferndale. Yeah. I think it's a great community uh, from, as a visitor. Um, I was wondering um, what, what you uh, might like about it and uh, uh, just tell us something about the vibrancy of the area and in, in greater Detroit. Sure. Well, I'm, I've always been a girl. Uh, I've always been more of an urbanite than anything. Um, mom and I lived in apartments or towns or we always lived in slightly closer quarters, but more than that, I lived in, have always liked areas where you are like, you get to know your neighbors a little bit and you certainly get to know like local business owners, you get a sense and feel the vibe of what the area is like. And I also genuinely like, and this is such a, a silly buzzword, but I like living in a diverse neighborhood in the sense that there are people with different points of view from different backgrounds, um, just differences in general. I think that that is what makes a community vibrant, that, and that we interact with each other. And when I see people, and I, I will admit that um, I, you kind of have to be diligent about it in, in days and times when you live uh, such isolated and comfortable lives because of technology. Um, and because of, you know, the full, if antiquated technology, air conditioning on hot days like today, uh, we don't interact and mingle with each other as much. But, we, like, I'll go to the library or I'll, go, I'll walk down the street to a store and I'll see my neighbors and people who frequent these businesses. We know each other. So the bars and restaurants are fun, but seeing people you know around town and knowing that you'll see them again, that's what's really fun. Yeah, it's, you make it sound so appealing. That's an excellent reflection. Look, I wanted yeah. to uh, be sure that we touched on one more topic. I quoted uh -huh. you about how mercy impacted you. I, I would love to uh, hear more about that. Sure. Well, academically, I can definitely speak to that. Um, I went to Eastern Michigan, which is, you know, it's a working men's college. Sure, that's the reason why I have absolutely zero college debt. My mom worked very hard, and did I. But it was a much more approachable tuition than a lot of the other schools that I could have potentially gone to. But even beyond that, you know, I wrote a lot because of communications. I wrote a lot of communications research papers, and I wrote a lot of papers having to do with, um, I took a lot of women's studies classes, and religious studies was a minor. So it was just writing constantly. And I have to tell you that... You know, it's not my proudest moment to admit it, but I will. I phoned some of my college papers in pretty hard. I never got below. I just, you know, honesty time, Mr. Baker. I never got below like a B plus on a single college paper, and that's and that's because of mercy. Like, it, I mean, it's there's no no way it's not. Um, I I bring now my tutors, you see the tutors, and I get compliments on my writing from the people who report them all the time, and I I happily credit. But really, that's mercy. Um, the discipline, structure, and clarity of the English, I mean, that, that, that shaped me in ways I can't even begin to describe. Forget about the fact that um, work ethic was crucially important to every teacher mercy and was a given. When you create the culture, that's not necessarily a culture of competition, but a culture of, of hard work. 
it gets it gets in you like like anything else does like any other institutional culture does. so um that for me that shaped me hugely and also the issues relating to social justice even just having to do with indecency and calling out wrongs when you see them admit this is a part of my personality without regard to mercy i'm definitely not afraid to poke the bear when the bear is behaving badly but more to the point <laughs> i i cannot be afraid to call out injustices cruelties even just on kindness i can't be afraid to call out this on almost every in almost every class and in almost every interaction at mercy it was emphasized to me that i shouldn't be afraid to so those those are kind of the two strongest strongest pieces of evidence that I have been deeply impermeated by my experience as a student mercy. Well, that's wonderful to hear, Erin, and it's been a treat uh, talking to you. You're one of the few guests who I might hope to see uh, in the near future before too long, and uh, it, it's been a real pleasure. Sure, thanks. Music on Accent on Mercy Alumnae is performed by concert pianist Julia Siciliano, class of 2001.